show. Hey, uh, hey, Anthony, do you like do you like my new shirt? Sure, man. It's cool. It could have been better. What was that? I said it could have been better. You want to fight about it? Yeah, I do. Let's go, chump. <laughs> Hold on a second. We don't need to fight. We don't? All you need to do is go to 86.com and choose from one of their many designs. Franchises range from Skullgirls to Street Fighter and even Blaze Blue. And if you check out 86 through this Twitch channel, use 86.com slash question mark AFF equals four to let them know that Mission Star Podcast sent you. The things you you miss out during the uh, intro. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Mission Talk Podcast. We are back from our two-week break from our coverage of this year's E3. Um, and uh, while we are back and things for the 1st of July is happening, uh, there's still some game news to talk about. So before we get into it, as always, I'll roll out the intros. With me, as always, uh, is the man who... Um, loves to just spout his opinion and just kind of just go against the internet. Greg Dietz. You're fucking wrong, Anthony. How about that? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, with us is what, uh, today, which I finally found a way to get his face on this stream, not just, lo- not just his logo, is yeah. Ramen. Okay, I, I want to be... When you... Introduce me. I want you to say aspiring cam model. <laughs> Ramen. Okay, that's, that's that's how we're doing it. But yeah, hello everybody. I'm Ramen. I missed everybody. Let's get to it. Absolutely. You heard the man. So uh, let's get right into the news. I'm going straight into I think one of the biggest things that happened uh, in the past two weeks. And then give me a second to pop it up real quick. Aha, there we go. Um, okay, Summer Games Done Quick uh, ended this past weekend. Um, it was a week of just awesome speedruns. Uh, there's definitely, I missed a whole lot. I need to go back and watch a lot of them, but I was keeping tabs how much they were making. And uh, boy, man, I, I'll, I'll, I'll first read the article. This is from DualShockers.com, written by, uh, where is that? Where is that beautiful person who wrote this uh i don't see it okay written by somebody on <laughs> dualshockers.com uh several games done quick raises over three million for doctors about borders games done quick a video game organization that holds charity streams that features game uh gamer running held its summer stream for the past week simply known as summer games done quick the organization have showcased speed runs for many games over the past seven days the stream started on the Monday of Sun, or the morning of Sunday, June 23rd, and lasted until last night. 
During the stream, viewers who could watch popular speedrunners in the community take on feats like doing a 100% run of The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask on or Chrono Trigger. The event was held a sweepstakes which gave viewers a chance to win a slew of different prizes. All of the donations from the event went to Doctors Without Borders. The charity is known as an international medical humanitarian organization providing aid in nearly 70 countries to people whose survival is threatened by violence, neglect, or catastrophe, primarily due to armed conflict epidemics, exclusion from healthcare, natural disasters, or malnutrition. If you like, uh, didn't article that, but point being, they raised over three million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> yeah, luckily got to catch that live. It was incredible. Oh yes, that's that's the most they've ever raised, right? Yes, this is the most they ever yeah. raised. I was in there. I was in the chat. Um, I I was going to catch the end of uh, summer game uh, games done quick, anyways. Um, but man, like. The, the minute they said like hey your uh sub twitch uh twitch prime subs are going to be uh, also used because they added it like prior um where it, it jumped up a big number the chat went nuts like and the number was just going up tremendously crazy it was like holy <laughs> crap it was insane it was a it was a one of those moments when you you had to you had to be you know, not be there in person, but like yeah, if you're a viewer to just experience definitely watch. Experience it, yeah. It was it was it was awesome. It was super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like three man again. Congrats, uh, congrats, guys! Like congrats on raising that much for the charity. Um, you guys are doing fucking awesome work. Yeah, that's awesome. It was uh, it was a pretty surreal moment because um, the girl who was announcing at the time it was her first GDQ. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was basically just like, it's, it's incredible that my first GDQ ever, uh, we're going to raise $3 million. Yeah. yeah that, that's pretty cool. I, I'm not sure if they caught the comment, like, like around the, I want to say 2.5 or just like kind of 2.4, but like she forgot her mic was on and she's offhandedly said like, I don't know. I don't know if we'll, we'll make three million. Where you know it, it kind of stops, and you know yeah. um, the people on the couch were kind of were able to spin that. It's like, oh, but you know we still have time, so we can make that money. You know, make it spin mm-hmm. to where you know. Uh, yeah, to 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 get people to to donate, to make them feel like just discouraged. Yeah, definitely. That's so, yeah, but like uh, it was insane. It was really cool. I, freaking. Everybody in the chat, everybody was just donating. I put my five dollars in because I, I I had to. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the heat of the moment, it's like I need to I need to donate somehow. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I didn't have any money to, to donate, but you know whatever I could have. I think I did about forty bucks. Oh, nice, day. awesome. Yeah, that's dope, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, like, what was there any? I'm not sure how much you uh, you guys have watched. Uh, uh, the event, but like any particular speed runs that kind of stood out to you uh, during the week. Oh, <laughs> like I'm, I'm still kind of playing catch up, but there's some that stick out on my head. But go ahead, Greg. I was just gonna say, like, they're, they're, like I really enjoy the races. The races are super fun. Um, I really can't think of any, 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 any runs that stood out in my head. Mm, okay. 
stuff is always fun. Like I always kind of kind of enjoy the gimmicky stuff that yeah stuff like we see every year and it's rad to watch but it, you know it's it doesn't stand out per se mm -hmm. i don't know um for me okay i love the task bot stuff yeah those are always fun to watch i love that the uh the task bot tetris that was pretty pretty awesome um and then after the the they had a tetris uh effect I missed that. I well, really want to go back and watch that. I'm very that curious. That was super sick. Like, the way that guy played, how fast he was. Because, like, I, I, I play Tetris a lot. Uh, that It was just, like, insane to watch. The, the commentary is kind of meh. But other than that, like, it's it was a really good run. Uh, the... Uh, the sorry, I remember the, what the, was, but um, uh, you mentioned commentary. So that's why I'm bringing this up. But... Uh, <laughs> Something Fujita is his name is his username. Spike Fujita, yeah. Spike Fujita. Like when he was commentating on the couch, I was like, "This is fucking hilarious." <laughs> oh, dude, that guy, that guy is awesome. That guy's so funny, and his his commentary is always like funny, but like he gives like a lot of like insight and information. He he knows so many of these games; it's crazy. Yeah, like from, like, different strategies and some of the histories and whatnot. Like that guy's awesome for uh like the the GDQ events. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, the other one is the uh, the one that's playing right now on screen. The oh, Super Mario World, the, the the blind relay. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. There there was a couple of, of hype moments in there. Mm -hmm. For me, I wanted I, I didn't watch a whole lot, but the the speed runs that stood out to me um, off the bat, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild run just blew my, my mind. <sighs> Holy shit. It, it was insane. 30 minutes. Yeah, it was in 30 minutes. And the thing, because oh, I've, really? seen, I've seen, yeah. So I've Whoa. seen, I've seen Breath of the Wild speedruns before, or at least last time, HGDQ. Uh, uh, um, but they added more to it, which I did not think was possible. Finding the ways to where to use a shield to bounce off an enemy's head and just fly across the map, making the game slow down a bit. It was insane. Wow. It was just my mind was blown <laughs> when I was seeing that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super good. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on my list of stuff because what I've been doing is since uh, I was working most of the week, mm -hmm. so I, I, I couldn't see them. So I was like, I've just been going through like the uh, the uh, YouTube channel mm -hmm. and just going through like the ones that seem interesting to me. And I'm gonna definitely check that one out. Yeah. Um, so, Going to Games Done Quick past seven days of popular highlights. Oh my god, okay. So the top the first highlight, I, I something I remember that was cracking me up. So they were playing um Let's Go Eevee. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh they kept donating to have him stop and pet the Eevee. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> That's great. Holy shit. He didn't want to do it because he's doing a run for fuck's sake. Uh -huh. Or my favorite moment was uh, when they get to the part where he picks the dome fossil or the helix fossil. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes, everyone else can pick helix, right? And everyone's like, yeah. And he's like, that's why I'm picking dome. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, how, how many times do you think that he stopped and pet the EV during the run? Was it a lot? Uh, He did about five times total. Uh, okay. 
Gotcha. <laughs> um, I think uh, kind of going alongside that with any funny um, speed runs. There was one I was like, uh, there was one that I was following um, a streamer online on Twitter, and he was posting about it, and I had no context or idea what the game is. Um, it was like around three in the morning. I'm, I'm already tired, and uh, there was a speed running a game that's, that was called Mort the Chicken or something to that nature. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny and weird, and it was just totally just obscure. Um, it was it was something, and I'm like, I, I tweeted at him, I was like, "What did you make me watch?" I mean, it was funny, but god damn it, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really weird. But like, yeah, like, like was was, was it like the uh, the the like the the like bad games block thing because like they, they usually do that during their events like the, yeah. the bad games or the weird games yeah it, it, it definitely was in that era um mm-hmm. like it was the silly they called it the silly games done quick so it wasn't particularly awful oh, okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. yes uh, there was cool. a yeah summer and uh and uh um awesome games is that it's silly games or awful games mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, again, shout outs to Games Done Quick. Uh, three million is a huge accomplishment. Like it is nuts in the snuff at him, man. They, and, and I'll say this before we move to the next topic. I honestly, and this is just me in my and within my own um, realm of who I know and who I follow. I honestly feel like gamers are the ones that donate the most to charity, in my opinion. Hmm. I get why you're. That, but I don't necessarily agree. Um, there are people that donate literally millions out of their own fund. True. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's all kinds of like millionaires who are trying to avoid taxes, so they donate millions. <laughs> millions <of dollars>. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't argue you can't. You can't. You can't forget about them. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> all right. Moving on to our next topic, which is a bit more in our ecosphere as streamers and content creators, kind of in our wheelhouse. Um, and I have classic Mario Wii U stuff in the background because they don't have no view of this existing. Um, so uh, let me bring up the article real quick. Okay. This is by .esports.com, written by Bernardo Vienna. Twitch sub-only streams are forbidden by several game companies. Twitch new features allow, that allow streamers to choose to go live only to their subscribers is an infringement of the terms of service of Riot Games, Blizzard Entertainment, Steam, and several other game companies. If streamers go live exclusively to subscribers while playing Overwatch, League of Legends, CSGO, and other games from these companies or platforms, they will be liable to having their game uh, accounts punished. On Twitch, the term subscribers used for people who pay a fee to a creator so they can support them and small privileges to that creator's channel. In a Riot's legal page, the company says that anyone is allowed to do gameplay streaming of its games and accept donations, so long as non-subscribers can still watch the game con- uh, concurrently. Valve says that you, can cha- you can't charge users to view or access to your video, while Blizzard writes that video creators can't force a viewer to pay a fee to be able to view your production. So this is in this is in recent news in regards to the um, to the sub only stream that, uh, feature that was introduced to Twitch recently. 
Um, and there's been some a lot of talk and debate about, you know, from a lot of people saying, is it good, is it bad? Um, and also now the fact that uh, game companies are coming out and saying, like, hey, this is against term of service, like, we can't allow this. So it may only limit to certain things. I think the first thing I would like to ask is, first off, what do you guys think of substreams in general? Like, Stupid. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's stupid for a number of reasons. I mean, I could, I could see like me as a streamer on how I would use that feature. Uh, but for the most part, if you're a bigger streamer, it makes no sense for you to cut out the potential of making more money by having random people come in or somebody who's not, who's not as a sub, but is willing to come in and be like, Oh, Hey, like, I like this guy. I'll throw some bits at him or, or like, I'll maybe I'll subscribe now, you know, like, like, so it's, it's, it's so dumb. It makes, it makes no sense. Yeah. It, it really, it really doesn't. The, um, like for me personally, the one thing that like I would do with it is like, okay, if I was to have my stream and if you're sub to me, like, okay, well, the stream's going over the, 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 the gameplay is done. Let's sit. Let's talk with the like chat, like do a Q and A thing, just just for my subs. That that makes more sense. But even then, it's still like you, you're losing the potential of making more money. And I, I and I definitely <laughs> agree on that point. Like that is a sound um, point. Um, for me, when I was when I heard, first heard about it, I was going back and forth because on one hand, I understand that. Um, if people, if, if streamers want to use a sub-only stream um, for whatever purpose or find another way to reward their subscribers, then by, by means, go for it. I think that if they want to go on that route and do something uh, with their content that only subscribers can access to, then yeah, I have no problems with it. At the same time, though, if you're point ramen, you're absolutely right. Like, if for a lot of people who are watching streams, like, the only the only chance they can throw money at a streamer when you're not a sub um, is those times when they're watching the stream. And maybe those potential followers who are watching the stream will become subs. And that's happened to me and, I, and I'm, of course, you know, great, you can attest this as well, uh, as well. So like it's, I can see both sides and I, I generally think it's just a feature that people can use if they want to not to no, nobody's required to use them but yeah. it's definitely something that people could use it's just just the option i mean here's, here's my pro here's my biggest problem with the whole situation as a whole um when you let's say let's say patreon right mm -hmm. you you have people subscribe to your patreon and give them exclusive content um but you let them know on the outright like when you do this, there will be exclusive content that you cannot access. If you do this with a stream, you alienate the people who don't have the money to give to you. Mm -hmm. Whereas Patreon, the whole idea is to support something else that's totally free. Yeah. In what fucking world does that make sense to do that with a stream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the only the only thing that could come to mind is just like okay, if you want to have like like intimate moments with your your subs and make them feel special because of that sort of thing, to make that as an incentive for people to subscribe. I mean, that that's that's well, they, that 
that that's the like theory that you could run off of but like i said like at the end of the day you're still missing out on potentially building your 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 brand and your people and your subs streamers already do that streamers already have moments where they they talk exclusive to their stream to their subscribers they they turn on sub, sub only chat mm-hmm. yeah 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 streamers are finding ways to award uh subscribers in twitch and out of twitch you know only discord only uh chat rooms um, finding ways to reward them in some other capacity. Um, and it's interesting, and every streamer is different, and everybody's going to have their different opinions and what they think about it and how they can approach it. Um, I think the you one mean, thing... Oh, go ahead. You know, with that, I feel like that that whole strategy thing, like the whole like having like the, the, the sub-only chat, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> it makes me think of like, of like those like, cam sites you know what i'm talking about <laughs> okay you can go you can see whoever's on cam blah 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 but then boom only my subs can like see this you know what i mean like yeah, yeah but i mean it's kind of like are they trying to like are they basing it like off of that is that like an idea are they like hoping that maybe like you know some of these streamers who because the whole thing about twitch is like yeah you have you have gameplay of course but you also have you know the uh the the uh, just chilling section and like the music section you know like, i mean it could i mean it would it would maybe there might be and it might be a different uh thing that we don't understand that could help them and specifically help them grow and and on like aside from like the gaming i don't know how you grow with with closing off a part of your audience period just, yeah yeah no i mean i'm i mean i'm just i'm just i'm trying to like think about something trying to figure out a way you know trying to be kind of like devil's advocate to try to find a way every yeah. watch both free or not free i was like, like i'm never using that feature there's mm-hmm. no point in ever using that feature like they've always yeah. said, so i'm just like yeah. for me i'm just like that's a really dumb thing to even offer twitch because no one's gonna fucking use it yeah and the people that do use it are assholes the thing well, the- the, the thing I was going to say was like, uh, I think people are going to be less inclined to use it because of what the article I just kind of just read a minute ago, that some games don't even, um, are, you know, are saying it's against term of service with their, with their games and what mm-hmm. they can or cannot do. Um, you know, League of Legends, Overwatch, CSGO, and possibly many other games as well. Um, oh yeah, I could, I could see a lot of game companies following suit with that. Yeah. So it, it's already technically... Playing these games on Twitch like this and YouTube is technically illegal. That is very true. It's very mm-hmm. true. You're, um, just giving, you're just all given leeway. Like, all these companies are like, this is free advertisement. <laughs> like, yeah. Why the fuck? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The minute that it is a sub only stream, it's like, what well, advertisement is that only to? Like, if your audience of like a thousand versus how much more you could be yeah. uh, advertising, you know, they'll, they'll look at that and say, like, no, we're not going to allow that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been a very interesting couple. It's been interesting the week or two, just kind of seeing that unfold and. Yeah. Um, I can I'm, see it just kind of just being like the way I can like see it kind of working. Um, like so, like I'm having my regular stream. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna do a five minute sub only section, so that way I can show off my kneecaps. And if you want to watch, look at my kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> like. Become a subscriber, you go go away for the five minutes and then come back for the five minutes and everybody in the chat's talking about how awesome my kneecaps are. That's the, crazy, that's the craziest thing about the fucking sub only mode is it's I not, can see it going that way, dude. No, no, no. What I'm saying, like I, I get your joke. My, yeah. my comment is like, 
you couldn't just do sub only stream and say, well, now I can show my feet on stream. Like you could still. Oh you know, yeah, I would. I would hope that they still apply those, you know, the the like guidelines and shit like that. I can't imagine why they wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, that's true. The thing that I will say, last thing before we move on to the next topic, is Twitch is known uh, to try different ideas and features that they're gonna test out or see how it goes, and if it doesn't pan out, they take it away. And that's the good thing about Twitch. They they hear feedback, they hear it from the community, and they kind of, you know, really think about it. Like, is it a thing we should have or should have not? They're, they're not afraid to pull that feature out completely. Yeah. Not so. wrong. They they do listen to their community and they're very nice about handling situations properly. Um, and I and I guarantee you this feature will be pulled because that's not a streamer that I, they're going to use it. I would, I would, I think it's going to stay. I think where you're you're going to see some some streamers that are going to find some way to to um, to market it and and we can make money off of somehow find a way to make more money off of it um like i said you you see it like all the time with other like streaming services and like whatnot um and i and yeah. i agree yeah. i i think it will stay as well unfortunately. i mean just, you know the way like uh these uh pers- personalities are and how big they're getting they're becoming like movie stars so to be able to be like oh hey like i can pay five bucks and i'll have like five minutes so that way maybe Dr. Disrespect can see my name and say my name on stream or answer my question, you know? And especially yeah. for like younger kids, you have a lot of younger kids who are just, oh, hell yeah. Five bucks to, to talk with Dr. Disrespect, cool. Well, here's, there's two things about that. First off, I, I don't think that's going to matter because <clears> again, <throat> I don't think any of the big name streamers are going to utilize it. And mm-hmm. secondly, um, I don't. I, I do honestly feel like the Twitch is going to be forced to pull it because of breaking. That is true. Yeah. 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 That is true. That that probably is the good point of like pulling it. So, good point. Yeah. Very good point. All right, moving on to our next topic of hand and Greg, we've had already discussions about this. You you know my thoughts. I know your thoughts. You tell the story. Let me just tell you, he's being fucking stupid on this one. <laughs> but I'm, I'll read this article. But I actually, I'm honestly want to hear what Ramen's thoughts are, since he's the new, the new blood in our podcast. Um, <laughs> but I, I am very curious to see what his thoughts are. So I'll start off with the Kotaku article written by Nathan Grayson. EA, our loot box, uh, our loot boxes are actually surprise mechanics that are quite ethical. Given that 2017's Star Wars Battlefront 2 is broadly considered the tipping point in the anti-loot box con- conversation that has recently led to the loot box bill in the United States Senate, you might be forgiven, uh, forgiven for thinking that EA games have uh, loot boxes. Not so, says the VP of Legal and Government Affairs. They merely have, quote, surprise mechanics, unquote, and they are, quote, quite ethical, unquote. EA's Kerry Hopkins made those comments as part of an oral oral evidence session with the UK Parliament's Digital, Culture, Media, and Sports Committee today. Scottish National uh, Party MP Brandon O'Hara said that the evidence suggests a close link between loot boxes and gambling, especially among adolescents. He has then asked Hopkins, as well as the representative of Epic Games, who was also in the attendance, to talk about Fortnite 
if they consider loot boxes to be an ethical feature. Quote, we don't call them uh, loot boxes, Hopkins began her response, adding that EA inside refers to them as surprise mechanics. She then elaborated on what exactly what that means of why so-called surprise mechanics are just like uh, blind packed toys. If you go to, I don't know, uh, what your version of Target is, a store that sells a lot of toys, and you do a search for surprise toys, what you'll find is that this is something people enjoy. They enjoy surprises. And so, it's something that's been a part of toys for years, whether it's Kinder Eggs, or Hatch Animals, or LL Surprise. We do think the way that we implemented these kinds of mechanics in FIFA which, of course, is our big one, our FIFA Ultimate Team, and our packs are actually, are, is actually quite ethical and quite fun and enjoyable to people, unquote. Mm. So, <laughs> Robin, I would love to know what what your thoughts are. Uh, <laughs> it's stupid. I, I, I actually uh, have a YouTube video that goes over like uh, a good part of the their uh uh what do you call it like a discussion mm-hmm. and man it is it is so cringy it's like watching a train wreck in slow motion especially there's the one dude who like they're asking him like okay well you know how many players do you have like within like a year or something like that and he just he just can't fucking answer the question and he starts like like lying like making like oh well like i don't have that information like he gets called out Mm. These, these—it's it's just it's just a panel of bullshitters. Mm. It's a panel of bullshitters. Surprise I, mechanic. It's so fucking stupid. I have explained time and time again on this podcast why microtransactions exist, whether it's loot boxes, whether it's straight out skins or anything to that fashion. Why do microtransactions exist? And a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of these companies spend way too much money in development, don't fucking make their overhead back. And they have to figure out a way to make that money back, period. That's why they exist. Now, that being said, how they're implemented is the problem. Um, I've never in my life heard Magic the Gathering packs, Pokemon card pack, <laughs> fucking Pokemon <laughs> surprise. Yeah. yeah. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Like, yeah. people... People don't mind the cards or the gachupons because they have a physical item. But yeah. when it comes to digital items, that's where people get a little bit iffy on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I've said time and time again, if you get rid of the fucking surprise mechanics and just have um, useless fucking microtransactions like skins or, or colors or sprays or stupid shit like that... Yeah, no like pretty much cause, care. cosmetic stuff. I, I like... I like the fact that, like in this conversation, with her, where she she is given the explanation, that she uh, uh, suggests you know Kinder eggs, which is banned in the U.S. <laughs> kind of banned in the U.S. Kind of banned. Oh, are they not fully banned? Uh, they they kind of came back because um, you can buy them in the store now. Like I see them all the time, uh, but they're they're not like the stuff inside isn't chokeable. Oh. Gotcha, the egg cracks gotcha. half immediately, like it's a really thin layer of chocolate, so that way kids don't shove the whole fucking thing in their mouth. Mm, gotcha. Oh, you mean, you mean like how these guys shove their fucking foots in their mouths? <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> you gotta understand that they are 
they are a corporation. They're 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 a corporate entity, and yeah, they are going to say what they can to try to make money. And as of right now, every game that they release that's not FIFA or Madden, they or, a- or Apex. Well, hold on, Anthony. There's a reason I was saying those. Oh, two. okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm not talking about Apex at all. Uh, <laughs> um, any game that they release that's not Madden or FIFA, they could completely take microtransactions out and still make their overhead, whether that game makes money or not. Easily. Now, of mm-hmm. course, free to play is a different category entirely, but I'm I'm more talking about the, uh, you know, sixty dollar games, if you will. Um, and because because that's how much money the other comp- the other games make, people don't realize how much fucking money FIFA makes. It's stupid. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and Madden too. Madden, yeah. Madden, a little bit less so, but yes. Uh, it's, 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 as far as I know, they still, like it makes quite a bit of fucking money. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying FIFA makes way more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Percentage wise, like it makes almost triple what Madden does. Mm-hmm. But when you look at how much Madden makes, and then you go triple that, you're like, holy fuck! Shit. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's insane. Um. But there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into that, and and it, it's just such a weird, fucking thing to call those surprise mechanics. It's it's yeah. it, that's the weirdest shit I've ever heard in my life. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, you know, they sit there and they complain year after year after year that they're considered the worst company, and then they say some shit like that, and I'm just like, you ain't making anything any better, guys. Yeah, you're, you're not you're not making a case for yourself. So, <laughs> yeah. I think at this point they don't give a shit. They're like they're they're still gonna make make money off of you know, their their sports stuff. Is there they have they have what a monopoly on, like they own NBA and NFL like and Star Wars like. That's fuck. That's I I just bought NBA two K nineteen on my Switch. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. a, they have a full ownership uh, of UFC NFL. Um, they have the contract with Star Wars for quite some time. Um, yeah, yeah. EA is, is and, and here and here's the thing that um, when it comes to EA and some of their games, like when you have the sole property and no one else can make it, like whatever game you make for set for set property, like for UFC, like for um, like for the NFL, like no, you can make whatever quality you want. It may be the most mediocre or cheapest quality, but people are still gonna buy it because that's the only game in town. We are. Yeah. We, we are we are unique. The three of us are unique. People who maybe watch or listen to the stream are unique. They give a shit about that news. They give a shit about that. The majority of people that are spending money on EA's microtransactions do not listen to that shit. They don't read the news. They just play mm-hmm. the fucking game. Yeah, they just play the game and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a situation where this isn't going to end and, and EA isn't going to suddenly just be out of money. What EA does, and we've seen it, you know, time and time again, is if you know they're they're no different than these big studios that make movies. If it's not doing well, they don't hire the people back, which means the studio gets fucking shut down. Yeah. Um, if they don't feel like it can make any kind of headway, they they just they fucking close it down. And most people just don't fucking care about that. They just don't. Um. Again. I have argued ad nauseum on this podcast, on other podcasts, to other people, why microtransactions exist. If you, as a gamer, legitimately give a fuck about the developers, then 
you'll understand why waiting fucking seven, eight, ten, nine years for a game is important. You'll understand why maybe paying a little bit more than 60 bucks is going to be important. Yeah. Like, there was a whole rumor that PS5 and Infinity or, uh, and uh, Scarlet, Project Scarlet games are going to be 70 bucks. And I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, <laughs> we need to be paying a little bit more for these fucking high-budget AAA games. And... That's just how the fucking cookie crumbles, unfortunately. But this is also why indie games exist. So you're not spending sixty dollars every fucking week on a new game. You're, you know, only spending a, you know, twenty bucks total, and then you play a game for a few weeks and you're good. Speak, yeah. Speaking of which, good segue there. Uh... Trust me, I, I, I know what I was doing. <laughs> uh, so uh, speaking of indies. Um... There, so the PS5 Sony is around the corner, and people are speculating as far as like what exactly is going to uh, be involved with the new systems. Not only Sony, but Microsoft as well. Uh, and one of the things that came out recently is uh, Sony's kind of not not with indies in terms of like what they want to do. And I'll just read the article here. Uh, this is from GameWorldObserver.com. Uh, written by... Do I have an author on this one? Oh, yes. Uh, Oleg uh, Natsunako. Sorry, I, I put your name. <laughs> PlayStation 5. No console for indie titles? Question mark. Sony will, be not, will not be seeking partnerships with indie or small developers as part of their strategy for PS5. Instead, the console holder will focus on big publishers and AAA exclusives. The information comes from two unnamed Sony officials who spoke to the Wall Street Journal. This is consistent with the announcements of, from the Sony chief executive, uh, Kinchero Yoshida, at the company's next-gen console will be designed for hardcore players. Sony's execs believe that high-quality graphics and the established IP will be driving sales and set the PS5 apart from the competitors. To, the end, or to that end, the hardware will support 8K resolution and ultra-high definition. In the light of the strategy, it's no surprise that Sony will not be showcasing any developers at the Tokyo Game Show in 2019. This does not sound very uh, very friendly towards smaller game studios. However, as WSJ's source indicates, the platform holder still expects indie companies to make games for the PS5, even without the Sony's endorsement. After all, it's a big market and the indies will not want to completely ignore it. Sony is becoming more and more arrogant by the day. Um, kind kind of reminded me of the PS3 days. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I mean, that's they they've been spe- they've been talking about their new console um, recently this past year. Um, they're saying that they're you know in spite of the in part of the um, the PS5 like you know it, it, the price is going to be at a reasonable rate or something to that nature. Um, and again, Sony not being the last ones who does not want to do crossplay with the other uh, platformers, they're really setting themselves up um, in a very bad way when the PS5 launches next year. Um, mm. <clears throat> um. I, I kind of I, I think that the the way I took this statement is like yeah it sounds like very very cocky and it sounds like like really kind of fucked up right but I think um, what this guy was basically trying to say is that they're making more of an emphasis on like uh, um, ec- ec- exclusive stuff from like trip from 
triple A's for the console because that that's what helped them win uh, this generation mm-hmm. for the most part, right? Is all these uh, tight ass games that came out like God of War and Spider Man and that sort of stuff. I think that's what he's trying to say. I don't think he's trying to be like, well, you know what? We're not dealing with indies. Fuck it. You know, if if you look at a lot of of indie games, um, a lot of indie games are going multi multi platform because it helps them make money. You know, if you're a startup studio, you don't want to just have your your game on one console. You know, like it's 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 pretty rare to see that. I mean, there are some cases, but as a indie company, I would think you want it on everything you possibly can get it on. You know, if you can get your game on a fucking Game Boy, like put it on there. You know, <laughs> just so if you have more of a bigger audience into where it can it can touch different people and 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 grow that way. So I mean, I'm thinking that they're just obviously going to have indies there. I just think that that they're not going to talk talk about them, feature them over the next year or so because they want to they want to give you a reason to buy the PS5 over the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, check it out. We're going to do Bloodborne two or spider-man 2 or new god of war this this and this and that that seems like a much more smarter thing of being like hey you can get the new blah 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 indie game you know on the ps5 oh but it'll still be on switch oh it'll still be on the xbox right the dangerous thing about that though roman is is one of the big things that, that everyone has noticed that anthony and i have noticed about the game industry is that things are moving towards indies uh, people are realizing that spending a, 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 a fraction of what it costs for a AAA game and getting just as much entertainment is just as worth it as um, buying a, a brand new game, um, buying a, you know the $60 game. And if Sony isn't willing to go to the extent of showcasing that they're going to have indies and they're going to have indie support, that might be a very bad thing for them. Um, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. I get where you're yeah. coming from. The idea that it's a smart for thing, a smart thing for them to kind of showcase the exclusives that they have. Mm-hmm. But they need to go further than that. They need to take a step oh. further. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, just like, like to 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 your point, you know, it's 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 just not it's not a good look. It's not a good look. I think the I, or... you know, I, I think I think it could have been worded differently. I think it. It, it it was just not a good look because it makes it seem like that they're not going to be friendly to indies and willing to work with them or or you know pro- so like so so say 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 from that statement that that they made you have an indie company who's like oh well shit but we shouldn't maybe try to talk with Sony let's just go to Xbox and now yeah. or, or 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 let's go to to Switch and be like okay our game is going to be on the PS5 but. You know xbox and, and switch you guys are going to be the one to to kind of be like yeah like hey like first on the switch or first on the xbox yeah you know absolutely and then go, go that way yeah and yeah and a yeah small, a small before you finish the thought anthony i do want to mention this it's the, a small trend that i've noticed with gamers in general is that they fucking hate exclusives <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so don't do that but all right anyway sorry go ahead. no uh, it's all right um you're you, you guys are both uh definitely right like um and on one hand like if you're sony and you want to boost the fact the fact that like the re- the whole reason why the ps4 was one of the most successful consoles of this past generation 
um, was the exclusive that they came to the system, and there were bangers, like each, each one of them for the most part. Um, and, you know, that's one thing that they will tout and say, like, hey, we're going to have the most powerful system uh, uh, in, on Earth, and check out our graphics and check out these awesome new games that are coming pretty soon. On the other hand, though, you cannot just rely on exclusives for your consoles. Like, you have to look at the whole world. You can't just look at one piece of the pie. Yeah. Rest of the, well, I mean, rest of the, the pie, yeah. there's, there's a lot of other games. And indies, specifically, there have been a lot of great indie games as of late, in the past two, three years, that have been in numerous Game of the Year discussions. Hell, Dead Cells last year was highly remarked. And one of, my, one, of, one of my favorite games last year, and it was my Game of the Year last year, it was fucking fantastic. And there are definitely games like those that are definitely should be looked more at. And if Sony is not willing to work with these indies, and publicly saying this, indies are more inclined to go to Microsoft, to go to Nintendo, to go to other places where they are loved and supported, and probably get more money. I do agree with Roman that I don't think they're unwilling. I just think that they're not talking about it, which is arguably worse. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, you can look at the success of uh, Cuphead mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or Ori. You know, like, it, those, are, those are indie games. And it became like a big selling point for the Xbox for a while. So even now to where it's like, it's kind of becoming a selling point for the Switch. Like, hey, you want Cuphead? Get it on the Switch. You can play wherever the hell you want. You know, um, and then you know, like like I said, Ori. Ori was a really big deal for the Xbox. I mean, Ori and the black. The I don't remember the name for, but but Ori Ori Two. Mm-hmm. That's like a super duper highly anticipated game, and what? and it's an indie studio. It's 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 a console seller. You want an indie to- studio, so it's important to have these relationships. Uh, more to your point, Roman. I think this is really interesting. It's, it's very clear to me that Microsoft figured out that console sales amount to jack shit and it's all about game Mm -hmm. sales. So why not put exclusive games on other consoles, make more money, broaden that fucking audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that seems like an absolute no goddamn brainer. Like that, you know, people are like, well, they're not going to sell consoles with all their games on PC. They don't care. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. they're giving options to play their games, multiple options. Mm -hmm. I guarantee I guarantee you, this year we will see the replay, the rare replay pack on the Switch at some point. Agreed. Hmm. Agreed. Especially hmm. with the Game Pass they're doing right now with Microsoft, like just porting that um, subscription service to as many things as they can and getting a lot of games in. And people are praising the high heavens, including myself. Like, there's a lot of great games on there. Um, and that's kind of, I feel like, their end game for, for Microsoft. But getting back to the point and ending in this topic. Um, I th- we'll have to wait and see. Um, I think that on the out on the start, I think that indies will look at this and be very mad at Sony and not yeah. go, right, let it go to I, other platforms. Um, I think that Sony. It w- I mean, I believe Sony will eventually will say like, "Yes, indies come. We, we also love you at some point." But um, if if that is the message you're sending, though, it is. I still think it's a bad look, and especially if you are launching a new system next year, where you're hoping to bring in a lot of people who want to play. Um, awesome games on it that could be indies that people may have not seen that also could be awesome. They could also help you sell more consoles. It's not a good step. <laughs> it's not could, a good step. I could I could see these. I could see them in the next few months or whatever. Definitely 
backtracking on this statement. Oh hell yeah, I can see and that too. Like, <laughs> I can see that too. Oh, yeah. that, like like their their next uh, what do, what do they call it? Their their their, uh, their PlayStation uh, State of Play or something. Yeah, like State of Play. Yeah, you can see them being like having a whole fucking episode on. Hey guys, here's our <laughs> indie games coming in the next year. You know, like yeah, I could I could I could see them fucking backtracking. They probably uh, won't come out come out and be like, hey, we misspoke. But I can see them kind of doing something. Yeah, I can definitely see it. If they're fucking smart or if they're just that fucking cocky and don't really don't give that much of a shit. It's fuck it. Like, we're Sony. We're just going to just I, I, win or something. I, I, don't, I don't know. I would, <laughs> I would give them the benefit of the doubt, but I won't be surprised either way, honestly. Yeah, yeah. They've been they really bold, cocky motherfuckers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been quite some time since we had this segment. Um, I'd say two weeks. But uh, in that time, I believe Greg has been storing up something good for us. Um, and uh, I think it's time for him to let loose uh, what he was to, you know, let us off his chest, essentially. Okay. La- ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Why You're Wrong with Greg Deeds. I'm scared. Okay. So, over the past few weeks, something kind of interesting has been happening. Everyone knows this this streamer, Dr. Disrespect. Everyone knows him. And if you have a, a modicum of intelligence, you know that the character of Dr. Disrespect is essentially a wrestling heel. You know this. He plays a bad guy that you would see on the WWE. So why in the fresh fucking hell would you argue with him on Twitter? (laughs) I don't understand this. To give a little bit of context to anybody who doesn't know, uh, Dr. Disrespect had his channel banned uh, for, uh, uh, for, for about two weeks because he streamed a live stream in the bathroom at E3 three times. He also got his badge removed. He, the character, or the the actor playing uh, actor playing Doctor Disrespect, Guy Bomb, he came out with an apology. Said it wasn't malicious. I honestly didn't know that you couldn't stream in a bathroom. I had no fucking clue. I made a mistake. The people who didn't tell me, who should have known, you know, like I should have known. We made a mistake. It'll never happen again. We understand, and we grow from mistakes. Sorry. And I went, okay, cool. All right, cool. Neat. So Dr. Disrespect starts doing brief ads. The character starts doing brief ads on on his Twitter account, stating that he's coming back, I think, on the 10th or whatever, which I can't even imagine how big his fucking numbers will be that day. Um, It's going to be crazy. And then he starts attacking actual journalists. He attacks Jason Schreier. He attacks um, the guy who wrote the other article you were talking about earlier, Anthony, the EA one. Um, He, like, directly attacks those guys on Twitter. As the character Dr. Disrespect. (laughs) So you respond to him as because he's trolling. (laughs) He's literally trying to fucking bait people. And all these people are falling for it. They're biting <laughs> that hook easily. I don't like Dr. Disrespect. I don't like his stream. I don't like his bit. I don't like his shtick. Not for me. 
but I understand what it is, and I don't care. You know, I'm very impartial to the character himself. But for fuck's sake, I understand what he is and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And if he attacked me on Twitter, I would maybe play up a, a face type of response that you would see on the WWE. Maybe in line of like making fun of him being the two-time champ of what game exactly. Um, <laughs> maybe making fun of the fact that he did stream in the bathroom and that we could have a match in there or some shit like that. <laughs> Like, I would go that route. I would troll the troll. I would try to, to goat him into responding in, in a way that a heel would. What do all these people do? They respond not that way. And I don't ta- I'm not talking about people, just random-ass people. I'm talking about actual writers like Gary Witta and Mitch Dwyer and Jason Schreier legitimately responding in an argumentative fashion. And not just them, like, like a, plent- a ton of other people who are professional, who I looked at as intelligent people. Then they do this, and I question that. I'm not defending Dr. Disrespect in any way, shape, or form. I'm just getting after them for feeding the fucking troll. Because what's the first rule in the goddamn internet? <laughs> controls so when you respond to dr disrespects trolling in a realistic manner that's why you're wrong boom so uh first off first off oh, hang on first off one i thought the first rule of the internet was that anything on the internet is, is porn a lot uh, of first <laughs> um second um so i i was kind of following this this whole thing and this is actually one of the other times I'm going to have to go against you, Greg, on this one. Um, and I used to watch Dr. Disrespect. I, I really did. And I like his whole shtick for a bit. And I know what his character is. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there's certain things that he did that kind of turned me off. Eventually, I, I stopped watching him. Um, I, th- I think that if... Because there were definitely patterns of what he did in the, in the in the past that made me question, you know... Is it really him? Is it really the character? Is it, you know, is it either or? When there's a re- repeated... Is, is, it, is it like he's, he's using the character as an excuse to... Yeah, it's a shield. So, like, but yeah. In a way, I, again, I, I, I clarified, I don't like the character. I don't, yeah. I don't watch it because I think that he is absolutely using the character as a shield. I totally, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. But why would you argue with him? Why would you argue with the character? Yeah, yeah. Why would you, why would you go that route, Anthony? Yeah, good point. Good point. I, I think that people that was who see this, I think the one thing I, I, I do take away is that when he attacks somebody or trolls somebody uh, of an outlet or, or, or whomever, you know, do keep in mind, like, he has, what, 1.3 million followers uh, yeah. that who, yeah. who enjoys he's, content. He's, like, one of the main faces of Twitch. Exactly. And, like, if if he's doing that, does that encourage everybody else to do the same to those people as well? Like, not to say he's a bully. I mean, he may be acting as a character, but like, do his fans know that? And do they like enact the same thing? But here, here's the whole thing about him. Like this, it it isn't the first time that he's done this. It's what he does. It's, I know. it's his character. It's his stick. The only reason why that there's so much attention on it is because of this recent this recent thing that happened. You know, I mean, it was pretty big news that he got banned from Twitch. Like the face of 
Twitch being banned for two weeks, it's a huge thing. So, so, so that's why that that's that's why you have all these people who've never watched the stream or aren't familiar with it coming in and and they're getting these responses from him. Just like, oh well, shit. Like, okay, like, like they 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 don't understand it because they're not they're not taking the time to research it. They're not take taking the time. They haven't been there. His his people know what it is. Smart people know what the fuck it is. But these guys, you know, they're looking at it as just like, okay, he just got through this this whole controversy. Hey, Raman, you want to see my reaction when I'm scrolling down Twitter and I see a, I see something that he wrote? I go, huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just like, I, I do the same shit. Like, I, I have him on Twitter. So some, some of the shit he says to people is fucking hilarious. But, like, like I, I actually like him. Like, the way he was but, presenting the character at E3 was actually genuinely kind of funny as a heel. Like, mm-hmm. somebody would come up and be like, oh, doctor, you sent me a picture. And he'd be like, no, with that shirt on. That's yeah. such a fucking heel move. I don't know what. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's his that's that's his stick, and it's funny, and people it, love it. I find it to be obnoxious for fucking eight nine hours at a time. Um, it's yeah. in brief, in brief little like moments like you would see via uh, uh, wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. I love heels in wrestling. I think yeah. that heels are a fun character to play. Playing the antagonizing bad guy is super fucking fun. How people don't realize that's what he's doing, I don't get. I just don't understand. Yeah, I would just like I said, because you got you got a lot more eyes on him, and they're not familiar with it just because of of him being in the news like last week, and they've probably never really paid attention to him, and now they're paying attention to him, and they don't like it, and that's on them. Well, what's really funny is that one of the guys that responded and and kind of was like, I don't wear whatever. the Twitter account is literally called Richard Tater. Dictator, if you get it. Yeah. Uh, Dick. Yeah. And he was making fun of um, the account was doing a, a small like uh, uh, satire towards Pierce Morgan. One of the girls who uh, is on the U.S. soccer team, I think it was a U.S. soccer team or U.K. soccer team, one of the two. She scored a goal and then pretended to smoke like she did this. Mm-hmm. And Pierce Morgan was like, that is bullshit, that's a fucking travesty, blah, blah, whatever. So the account dictator makes a joke about, like, he's like, I can't believe he did. she did this. She has no common courtesy for people who are addicted to marijuana. Um, clearly a joke, because A, it's on an account called dictator. B, um, you can't be addicted to marijuana. There's no fucking cases of that ever. And of <laughs> course, Mitch Dwyer, who wrote Battlefront 2 and other fucking things like responds seriously. Hmm. And I just was like, I was like, how? <laughs> how? How the fuck? And so I was just seeing that over the weekend, just like certain troll accounts. And I use Dr. Disrespect as an example because ultimately my why you're wrong is feeding the trolls. Why I have to say that in 2019 is fucking beyond me. But you should have some fucking common, uh, common uh, knowledge of, of how trolls try to goat you into responding. It's pretty yeah. fucking easy. And you should have more of a conscious mind to go, oh, they're probably trying to get me to say something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're, they're, they're trying to push my buttons. Yeah. You know. what, what, what I will say, though, is like some people took it in stride. I think that um, I know that Jason Schreier was kind of at the end, he was also 
put in some jabs at him as well. And at the end, it's like, hey, if you want to talk more about this openly or, you know, somewhere, I'm more than welcome. My DMs are open, you know. Here's, here's my thought on that, Anthony. His response, to an extent, was fine. He was kind of making a joke and taking a jab at him, which was fine. But he started responding to other people in the, in, in the Twitter group, like in the Twitter thread, in a very serious manner. And I'm just sitting there thinking, why the fuck are you doing that? What I would have done if I were Jason Schreier, there's a lot of things I'd do differently if I was Jason Schreier, but what I would have done in that situation was I would have made the joke like he did. I would have, I would have cracked off at him and said um, something about him being, uh, um, you know, like a two-time gaming in what game? Uh, you know, one we one we motherfucker, like shit like that. I would have, I would have goaded him into that. And then legitimately fucking contact Guy Bomb and say, hey, Let's do an interview for Kotaku. Let's do an actual interview for Kotaku. Not disrespect yeah. the fucking character, the actor. Mm-hmm. And I'm using actor very loosely on that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's but the, 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 man, the man behind the persona. Yeah, because like, we, we don't see not, uh, we don't see him often. It's the only times we ever see the, the you know, guy is when real shit happens. Uh, what the last time we saw him was was when he he cheated on his wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Took, some, took some time away to fucking fix things. Yeah. Um, people still comment with those dumb remarks like, "Oh, you cheated on your wife." Her, her, her. I was like, "Okay, yeah." Shit, that, that shit happens all the time. Like, come on now, like. That, I know. Fuck? It's, just, it's just fucking obnoxious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, my, my point is, 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 you should, if you're on the internet as often as we are, as often as I am. You should be able to tell the difference between a troll and not a troll. You should be able to tell the difference between somebody trying to get you to fucking respond because they're trying to instigate you versus somebody legitimately having a complaint. Yeah, see, the thing about that is, like, you should know that, right? The thing about it is that, like, what, like, 95% of the world is on the internet and 90% of the world is stupid, borderline retarded. So yeah, <laughs> like this, it's too much to ask for. It's it's obnoxious, man, and that's that's <laughs> that's just it. Like if you're listening to this podcast yeah. and you're arguing with people who are intentionally trying to troll you, you deserve every piece of frustration you get from them because oh, you, yeah. you're 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 biting that hook. Yeah, you're 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 taking the bait, and you're going to be miserable for it. Straight up. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. With that. It is time to end our podcast. It's been a bit, but, uh, you know, glad to be back, honestly. Get some uh, game yeah. news and all that shit. Uh, and, yeah. Get to finally vet out all this this gaming information oh. that, I, that I hold in every week. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, before we um, before we sign out, again, thank you very much, everybody who's watching on Twitch, on YouTube, who are our subscribers on our podcast. Thank you very much. You are the guys that we talk to essentially <laughs> and you guys listen to us for some reason um <laughs> so before we go ramen where can they find you on the internet uh we can find me on twitter uh and on twitch at uh, vicious ramen seven um twitch stuff uh we've been doing final fantasy 14 Gonna do some more Sekiro here soon. I'm still like right at the beginning of the game. Nice. So you guys can look forward to that. Um, I have my sub button just about activated. 
here soon. I think it will go live next week is when I'll have the button actually up. So if you guys want to come by and subscribe and check out the, the gameplay that I'm doing, please do that. And then also um, I'm going to seriously start my hand at uh, being a uh, kneecap model like we were talking about in the beginning of this show. So you guys can, can wait around for that news. Um, <laughs> yes, can't wait for those kneecaps. No, oh, man, lovely kneecaps. I'm telling you, um, <laughs> Rom, I mean, uh, Craig, where can I find you on the internet? Um, you can find me just about anywhere Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch. Just search Trub Ruck Geek on Google, and you will literally find all the links to those. You'll also find past videos that I've done for both Mission Start and my personal YouTube channel. If that does suit your fancy, I also do a podcast with my buddy Josh called All Cured Up where we review two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Netflix, what have you. Um, we, uh, we, we discuss how we felt about them and then give a grade at the end. Um, again, that's all queued up, all queued up If you want to check that out. Um, the, uh, today we just recorded an episode of uninhibited, which is our biweekly, like, like it's, it's like the review show uninhibited review show uninhibited is how we do it. Um, and that was pretty fun. Uh, other than that, that's about it. You can also, if, if, if you're so inclined, if you have Mario Maker 2, you uh, can feel free to follow me on Mario Maker 2 by entering my Maker ID, which is 48H as in Helen, 982, and then TNG as in the next generation. That's 48 H as in Helen, nine eight two, TNG as in the next generation. Um, I've made four maps. Feel free to check them out if you would like. I'll be making more. If none of that sounds like your fancy, I totally get it and understand. Uh, but I thought I'd throw that out there just in case anyone wanted to check them out. Uh, but that's about it. That the thing muted. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me at Defective Naruto. You can follow the work that we do at MissionStartPodcast.com. Um, I recently uploaded a interview I did with DP um, uh, from Fanime, uh, which is up on our YouTube channel. You definitely checked it out. YouTube.com/slash/MissionStartTubes. Um, I got about I want to say there are one or two videos left of Fanime and other stuff I got to upload. But uh, yeah, it is coming along slowly, but it'll be up there. Um, but yeah, other than that, if you are listening, well, actually, by the time you're watching this, I'll be there already. Um, but by the half chance you, you, you uh, are watching this while at Anime Expo, I will be there at Anime Expo tomorrow, day one. Uh, I'm helping out with some uh, live streaming and recording stuff for the Cosplay Wrestling Federation. But I also will be there to check out uh, the convention and some games, actually. So I'll be... It's funny, because I was looking at uh, some of the announcements today. I'm like, you know, the more announcements of these I see, it's like the more I feel like I'm just going to E3. <laughs> ironically in the same location um, with that being said thank you everybody for watching we'll see you guys next time Magustalations